Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee Break Italian, Season 2, Episode 15. Buongiorno a tutti, benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Ciao a tutti, io sono Francesca. Io sono Ayla. Siamo tornati con un altro episodio di Coffee Break Italian. We're back with another episode of Coffee Break Italian. However, if this happens to be the first episode you've ever listened to of our podcast, then you should be aware that you can go back to the very beginnings of Italian and head back to Season 1, Lesson 1 and start to learn with us. However, for now, we're here, we're talking about some fairly tricky stuff in this episode. Francesca, puoi spiegarci quello che facciamo oggi? Sì, ov- certo, ovviamente. E oggi continuiamo ad analizzare questa piccola parola NE che abbiamo imparato nell'episodio 14. Sì. Ok. E impareremo qualche dettaglio in più di questa parola insieme ad un'altra piccola parola, la parola C. Okay, now that was lots of Italian there. I hope our listeners are getting all of that, and indeed that Ayla is getting all of that. We're basically focusing on two small words in this this lesson. Last time we looked at ne, and we're taking that a little further, and we're also looking at another small word, ci. But we'll be looking at these in context, and you'll be learning them in different ways and how to use these in this episode with lots and lots of examples. Ayla, we'll be back soon for a practice session with you. I'm looking forward to it. But for now, let's do our presentation section. Sì, mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto. Okay, as promised, we are upping the level a bit. We are taking things to a new level with episode 15 of Coffee Break Italian and challenging you a little with some fairly complex grammatical stuff. Francesca, are you ready for this? I'm ready and I'm sure our listeners are also ready. It's, it's not that complicated, don't worry. <laughs> let's, let's hear a little more from Francesca about what this episode is going to be all about. 
Okay, because in the previous episode we introduced the ne, which is a very, very small and innocent word, but it's actually very important. So we decided that we want to explore ne a little bit more in, uh, in detail and offer more idea situations where we can use this tiny little word. <laughs> tiny little word, a very powerful word. But very powerful. It can do lots of things. Let's begin with just a quick review of how we looked at it last time. So, for example, if I asked you, Francesca, quanti gelati mangi? Uh, ne mangio uno. Okay, so how many ice creams are you eating? And uh, Francesca said she's eating one of them. Probably not a bad idea. <laughs> or I could ask, uh, hai degli amici? Sì, ne ho molti. So do you have some friends? Yes, I have many of them. Again, in English, we don't need to say of them. Yes, I have many, meaning I have many friends. But in Italian, we cannot say it without using the ne. Esatto. Ne o molti. Of them, I have many. Or we also mentioned, and this was in the bonus episode, we were talking about age. Because if you were talking about uh, age, we use how many years do you have? So... Uh, Francesca, you, you ask me that question. It's rude for me to ask you that question. Oh, it's okay. Quanti anni hai? Ne ho quasi 46. Okay, bravissimo. Ne ho quasi 46. Okay, so here we're saying how many years do you have? And then I'm saying of then I have almost 46. Perfetto. A little bit tricky when it comes to age. It is, because... But you cannot really compare it to, to English. It's when we have to use the Italglese, we need to convert sì, things sì. in our mind. However, ne is also used in another situation. We made a slight reference to this last time. Francesca, tell us more. See, sì, we can also use ne to replace phrases introduced by preposition di, always or often with the idea of about something or of something, if we think of English. So can you give us some examples of this? Sì, ad esempio, parlare di, to talk about something. Okay, so um, for example, um, if we were talking about football. Sì, ad esempio, I could ask you, Mark, parli spesso di calcio? Sì, ne parlo spesso con mio fratello. Bravissimo. So listen to the question again. Parli spesso di calcio? Do you speak often of football or about football. And we know that ne means of it or of them or about sì. it or about them. So I could say, yes, of it, I speak often with my brother. Si, ne parlo spesso con mio fratello. Perfetto. You could also say parlo spesso di calcio with mio fratello, but it's an unnecessary repetition. Okay. And of course, the, the, the grammatical term for this is when we're, we're replacing the noun with something else. It's a pronoun. The ne is a pronoun. It's standing for the noun, in this case, il calcio, sì. football. Okay. Give us another example. Um, l'insegnante capisce molto di matematica. So does the teacher understand lots about mathematics? Sì. Sì, ne capisce moltissimo. Bravissimo. So yes, he understands uh, lots about it. Ne capisce moltissimo. Of it, he understands very much. Esatto. Ne capisce moltissimo. Okay, let's take some, a few more examples. Um, siete sicuri che domani è domenica? 
Certo, ne siamo sicuri. Ottimo. So, are you sure? And there's the plural form there. Are you sure that tomorrow is Sunday? That's a question I often ask on a Saturday. Um, <laughs> certo, ne siamo sicuri. Yes, of course, we are absolutely certain. Ne siamo sicuri. Listen to how I translated that there. We are certain. We don't need to say of it. But in Italian, we couldn't say siamo sicuri. It would sound as if something is missing, probably. Better than to say, ne siamo sicuri. Sì. Okay. Or another example, if you are in a shop, remember we were in a shop in a few episodes ago. Yeah, I was buying my clothes. Wasn't I? <laughs> I could say, for example, questa gonna è molto carina. Cosa ne pensi? Okay, so you're showing me a skirt and saying it's very, very nice, very pretty, carina. Or cute, I suppose. Sì, also, a, a for a person, skirt. you yeah. can use it, yeah. And you've asked, cosa ne pensi? What do you think of it? Sì. So it's pensare di qualcosa. What do you think of it? Cosa ne pensi? Bravissimo. You could also say, che ne pensi o che cosa ne pensi, as we, as we mentioned in the past. Okay. Oh, domani andiamo al mare. Che ne dici? Something we've heard before. We, we mentioned this last time. Tomorrow we are off to the seaside. What do you think about it? What are you saying to that? You know, what do you think? Cosa ne dici or che ne dici, sì. as you said. Okay. Or the, the last one, and then <laughs> I think it's clear. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll ask you a question. Hai bisogno di soldi, Mark? Ah, very good example here. <laughs> I see where you're going. Avere bisogno di qualcosa means to have need of something. Avere bisogno di, di qualcosa. So you asked me, hai bisogno di soldi. Do you need some money? Sì. And if I want to say, yes, I need lots of it, then I would need to say, sì, ne ho molto bisogno. Perfetto. Or if I didn't need something, non ne ho bisogno. Esatto. I don't need it, but remember, it's of it. I have no need. Sì. Ne ho bisogno, non ne ho bisogno. Perfetto. Okay, so far so good for ne. Sì. I think our listeners will be understanding this with these examples. But there is another pronoun that we've promised sì. that we would mention in this episode. See, sì, there is another tiny innocent word, but very powerful, like ne, which is a chi. Chi. Okay, so chi and ne go together in grammar books when you're when you're looking at them. Sì. It's another pronoun. It's another word that stands for something. And this time it's not standing for of it or of them. It's standing for... Normally for there. There. Okay. Now we've come across chi in its sort of shortened form when sì. we talk about che or ci sono. It means sì. there is or there are. Ad esempio, in Italia ci sono molti bei musei. Okay, we know what this means. In Italy, there are many beautiful museums. Oh, c'è una pizzeria qui vicino? Is there a pizzeria in the vicinity, nearby? Sì, oh, in questa città non ci sono biciclette. In this town, there aren't any bicycles. Sì, sì, okay. sì. Okay, so this ci is... Something we've come across before. But let's talk a little about the way in which chi can be used to replace a, a place. Sì. Uh, it's a very useful function, especially when we don't want to repeat, as you said, a place. Often, often introduced by prepositions like a, 
in or or da mm -hmm. i'll give you some examples i think it's easier uh, uh, for example if i were to ask you mark uh, mark vai spesso a roma i could see in response si ci vado ogni estate bravissimo so instead of saying vado a roma ogni estate you can avoid the repetition of a roma and replace it with a ci meaning there Exactly. And this is, again, another example of a way in which you can demonstrate a, 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 higher, a higher confidence with your Italian when you're not repeating something. See, si, vado a Roma ogni estate. But if you replace a Roma with ci, it, it shows that you've reached a certain level. Yeah, and I think this is easier because you can compare it with English and exactly. you can do more or less the same thing. Remember, ci as ne... It's always in front of the verb. Exactly, yeah. So you can say vado ci, but it has to be ci vado. Very important. Okay, let's have another example. Okay. Uh, ragazzi, quando andate dalla nonna? Ah, okay, we're talking about a place here. In this case, dalla nonna. Da can be used when it's referring to at the house of someone. Sì, bravissimo. Okay, it's kind of like the French che. che. Okay, uh -huh. so dalla nonna at Granny's house sì. or da Marc at Marc's house, da Francesca sì. at Francesca's house. And it's also used in restaurant names, for example. Da Mario. Da Mario, da Piero. <laughs> so. so the question is here. Ragazzi, quando andate dalla nonna? So, uh, kids or guys or something like that. When are you going to Gran's house? And if we want to say, we are going there tomorrow, we'll say, there, we are going tomorrow. And there, we're going to use ci. Ci andiamo domani. Perfetto, ci andiamo domani, sì. Okay. And one more example. One more, sì. Eh, vuoi venire con me al cinema? Oh, a nice invitation here. Vuoi venire con me al cinema? Do you want to come with me to the cinema? And uh, I could say, ah, Certo, uh, vengo con te al cinema volontieri. I come to the cinema with you happily. But I could reduce all of that to just ci. Certo, ci vengo volentieri. Okay, Francesca, are there any other uses of chi that we need to think about? Sì, one okay. more. Okay, dai, dai. <laughs> okay, but this is very similar to ne. Before we said that we can replace some verbs uh, followed by preposition di with ne. And the same thing happens with certain verbs uh, followed by preposition a. Okay, so give us an example of okay. a verb which needs the preposition a. Ad esempio, credere a. To believe in. Sì. Okay. So, credere a qualcosa. Sì. What kind of thing might you believe in? Ad esempio, credi a Babbo Natale. Ah, molto importante. <laughs> credi a Babbo Natale. Do you believe in Father Christmas? Sì. Okay, so if I want to say, I believe in Father Christmas, I could say, certo, credo ancora a Babbo Natale. I still sì. believe in Father Christmas. However, if I wanted to replace the a Babbo Natale with one word, then I can use ci. So I could say, certo, ci credo ancora. Bravissimo. So, of course, ci, to it, of it, sì. or there, I still believe. Certo, ci credo ancora. And the reason is ci is because the credere is dependent on the preposition a. a. Credere a Babbo Natale, to believe in Father Christmas. Another useful verb is uh, riuscire. 
We covered that in our in our bonus episode a few a few si, lessons ago. Si. So riuscire, riuscire is to succeed in doing something. Sì, sì, si, riuscire a fare qualcosa. Ad esempio, uh, imagine I can ask you, Mark, riesci a vedere bene? So you're asking me there, literally, are you succeeding in seeing well? Can you see okay? Sì, sì. I could say, sì, ci riesco. Bravissimo. So the ci is referring to the whole thing of a vedere bene. Esatto, it replaces the whole sentence, the whole phrase. And it's only using ci because of the a, riuscire a fare qualcosa. Sì. Now, Francesca, I'm thinking back to a word that we learned or we spoke about earlier in this lesson. When we talked about pensare di qualcosa, you were asking me what I thought of the skirt that you were going to buy. However, we can also use pensare with a, and it means something different. Ah, when you think of someone, ad okay. esempio, penso sempre alla mia famiglia. And that's when they come to mind, when they're coming into your mind, sì. your family are coming into your mind. And in this case, we're talking about pensare a, ah. so the, the, the preposition a means that we need to use ci. Francesca, give us an example. Sì, eh, Mark, pensi spesso al lavoro? Uh, sì, ci penso spesso. Ah. <laughs> so in this case, ci is replacing penso al lavoro. Penso spesso al lavoro. Sì. I often think of work, but here, ci penso spesso to it, I think often. Sì. It's tricky because when we're talking about pensare di, we're talking about opinion. Opinions. And when we're talking about pensare a, it's talking about the, the actual fact of thinking about si, something, something si. coming to mind. And in that case, it's maybe worth talking about the fact that we can actually talk about a person using both a or di. Francesca, can you give us an example of this? Sì, si, for example, I could say, uh, conosci Tommaso? So do you know Tommaso? And then I could say, ci pensi spesso, if I want to be a bit nosy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you often think of him? <laughs> or if I want to know your opinion, I could say, cosa ne pensi? So what do you think of him? Sì. So let's just take the ci and the ne out there. And you're actually asking the question, pensi spesso a Tommaso? Sì. Do you often think of Tommaso? Sì. And then you're also asking, Cosa, Cosa pensi di, di Tommaso? Esatto. So we've got the examples there both of pensare di and pensare a. Ah. Perfetto. Now this is pretty tricky stuff, but we know that you're at a level where you can cope with this kind of language, these kind of intricacies of the Italian language now. Sì, direi che per adesso ne abbiamo parlato abbastanza. <laughs> ne abbiamo parlato abbastanza. Now, this is this is fantastic because it's using ne of it. Abbiamo parlato. We have spoken. And that's coming up next time. Sì. Uh, abbastanza enough. We've spoken enough about it for now. We will see more examples in uh, our practice session with Isla coming up just after our break. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bentornati. Welcome back. Isla, how did you find this rather grammatical explanation of all things chi and ne? I understand that they're both very important words. And for my French, they remind me of some words that I've already learned. However, I'm a little scared to apply what I know in French to Italian in case it's not exactly the same. You're absolutely right, because while there are very many similarities, sometimes they're not exactly right. For any French learners, we don't want to get bogged down with French because this is Coffee Break Italian, but ne is similar to en in French, and chi is of course similar to the letter, or the, the, the pronoun e in French. But we'll leave it at that. That should help you make links, but if you've not done any French, obviously just ignore what we've just said. Francesca, what are we going to do in this practice session Okay, we're going to put into practice what we explained before and uh, I thought we will do some translation together with Ayla. Okay, va bene. Allora, come cominciamo? Iniziamo con ne. Okay. Okay, because I think we feel more confident with ne because we did it in the previous episode. Okay, so uh, I've prepared some sentences for Ayla in English and I would like Ayla, maybe with your help, to translate them. Okay, va okay. bene Ayla? Va bene. Yeah. <laughs> and of course we'll leave some space for our listeners to repeat or to, to work out the answers before we get there, okay? Of course. Okay, allora, eh, la prima frase, how many books do you have? I have three so we have a question and answer here. How many books do you have? We need to think, first of all, about the word for how many, because that has to be plural sì. and masculine, because sì. we're talking about books. How many books do you have? I have three, in brackets, of them. Shh. Okay, Ayla, let's do the first part. How many books do you have? Quanti libri hai? Good. Quanti okay. libri hai? And, and then, then ne ho tre. Perfetto, brava. Ne ho tre. So of them I have three. The ne is the of them. It comes before the verb, but just remember that in English we don't need to say of them. I have three of them. Ne ho tre. <laughs> <laughs> just remember Francesca going shh when you think about this. Okay, another another translation. Okay. Uh, we have a statement followed by a question. I would like to buy a car. What do you think? About buying a car. Mamma mia, shh. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to buy a car. What do you think about that? Vorrei comprare una macchina. Cosa ne pensi? Brava! Sì, wow, okay. questa era difficile. Vorrei comprare una macchina. Cosa ne pensi? So, literally, what of it, of that, do you think? 
What do you think about buying the car? So we're using pensare for opinions here. Absolutely. Cosa ne pensi? Okay. Okay, let's move to ci. Sei pronta, Ayla? Sì? Okay, va bene. Allora, in Florence, there are a lot of ice cream parlors. So here we're just saying that there are. We're using ci, but in that phrase, that phrase that we're used to, there are lots of ice cream parlors. Okay, Ayla, can you try that one? In Florence, there are lots of, or there are a lot of ice cream parlors. A Firenze ci sono molte gelaterie. Brava. A Firenze ci sono, there are, molte gelaterie. Many ice cream parlors. Okay, bene. Sì. Sì, andiamo avanti. Avanti, sì, la prossima. Okay, a question for the two of you. Ah, okay. And uh, an answer as well. When are you going on holiday? We are going very soon. Okay, there's a couple of things to think about here. First of all, when are you going on holiday? We're using a plural form there. And we are going very soon. In Italian, you can't just really say we are going. We have to be going somewhere. So in this case, we need to say we are going there very soon on holiday. Sei d'accordo, Francesca? Sì, d'accordissimo. Okay. I was beginning to doubt myself no. there. Okay, so when are you going on holiday? We are going very soon. Okay, I'll give that one a go. Quando andate in vacanza, ci andiamo presto. Okay, quando andate in vacanza? Vacanza. Okay, quando andate in vacanza, we are going there very soon. Ci andiamo presto. Brava. Sì, ho molto presto. Ho molto presto, sì. sì. Okay, any more? Sì, uh, one more. Does she manage to sleep when it's hot? And the answer, yes, she does. Now, this is very tricky. Sono un po' cattiva. <laughs> sì, sei cattiva. Okay, so let's think about this. The, the verb to manage is the same as the verb to succeed, to succeed in doing something. And when you succeed in doing something, it's the verb a plus an infinitive. So, Ayla, can you remember the verb itself? Is it riuscire? Almost sì. riuscire. Riuscire. It's almost like going out again. Uscire uh-huh, sì. and then going out again. Riuscire. And it's riuscire a fare qualcosa. So, does she manage to sleep when it's hot? Is she successful in to sleep or at to sleep when it makes heat? Oh, okay. mamma mia. <laughs> so let's just take that first part. So does she manage to sleep when it's hot? Ayla, have a go at that part. Riesce a dormire quando fa caldo? Brilliant, well done. Riesce a dormire Quando fa caldo. So, does she manage to sleep when it's hot? Now, this is the tricky part. Yes, she does. Now, in English, we say she does because we're answering the question, does she manage? But in Italian, we have to answer the question with the same verb as we started it. And because riuscire is followed by a, 
what we're actually saying is yes to there she succeeds or something like that okay see if you can manage that si ci riesce bravissima si ci riesce so just let's think about that again si yes ci is the to there riesce succeeds she succeeds and it's because it's riuscire a fare qualcosa ci riesce si she succeeds. Just translating, yes, she does. Tricky stuff. Ah, uh, si, scusa. And because Ayla is so good, uh, I want to do another quick exercise with her. Okay. So I'm going to give Ayla a sentence with uh, a beep, let's say. Uh, and instead of the beep, Ayla has to tell me whether she wants to use a chi, ne, or nothing. Okay, now I'm desperately trying to, to find an appropriate beep. You've surprised me with this one, Francesca. Sorry, Mark. Uh, what about this one? Is that okay? Va benissimo. Sì, sì, sì. sì. <laughs> okay. Mi piace, mi piace. So you'll hear that beep uh, and that's where there will be a chi or a ne or nothing. Or nothing. And you need to decide, Ayla, which one it is. Okay, so let's go with number one. Numero uno. Mi piace la Sardegna e... Vado spesso in vacanza. Okay, Ayla. Which should that be? Would it be chi, ne, or nothing? I'm going to go for chi. Sì, bravissima. Mi piace la Sardegna e ci vado spesso in vacanza. So I like Sardinia and there I go often on holiday. Perfetto. Remember that in English we don't need a, a there. And I go often, we could say in English, but in Italian, you need to go somewhere. Sì. And here is ci. Okay, let's try number two. Numero due. Compro quel dizionario perché... Ho bisogno per il mio esame. Let's hear that one again. Compro quel dizionario perché... Ho bisogno per il mio esame. Okay, Ayla, do you know what it means? Does it mean I buy this di that dictionary? That dictionary. Because I need it for my exam? Yes, so it's I have need of it. So what's the word that's missing? Ne. Brava. Ottimo, compro quel dizionario perché ne ho bisogno per il mio esame. Okay, let's move on to number three. Numero tre, uh, question and answer. Credi ai fantasmi? No, non, credo. Okay. So here we're talking about i fantasmi, ghosts. And the question is, credi ai fantasmi? Do you remember what credere a qualcosa means? Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. So what would the answer be? No, non, Sì, perfetto. Non ci, credo. non ci credo. I don't believe in them or to it or however we want to uh, to answer that. Let's move on to number four. Numero quattro. È un bell'uomo. È vero. Okay, so what word is missing there? È un bell'uomo. È vero. 
Isla, what do you think? Again, I'm tempted to say chi from my French, but I don't think that sounds quite right. Si, brava, you didn't fall in the trap. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a trick question. Si. You couldn't say che vero. No. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. No. E vero, e vero it's, it's enough. E is enough. But si. you're quite right because you might be thinking of c'est vrai in French, which, again, we don't want to go into. But no. Brava, Ayla, bravissima. <laughs> Numero 5. Gianni adora il calcio. Pensa giorno e notte. Let's listen to that one again because it's quite tricky. Gianni adora il calcio. Pensa giorno e notte. Okay, Ayla. Gianni adora il calcio. So Gianni loves what sport? Football. Yep. And then something. Pensa giorno e notte. What do you think that means? He thinks about it day and night. Okay, so what would you say for this? This one I found slightly trickier. I'm tempted to say nay. Okay, I think what you're thinking here is you're translating of it. He thinks about it day and night. And that would be perfectly natural to translate of Mm -hmm. it or about it with ne. However, you'll remember that when we talked about pensare, pensare can be followed either by a or di in different situations. So when you say pensare di qualcosa, Francesca, cosa vuol dire? It's to have an opinion. Okay, ad esempio, Francesca, cosa pensi di Ayla? Oh, eh, Ayla è una ragazza fantastica. <laughs> okay, so we're giving an opinion about something. If I were to say to you, io adoro il calcio, cosa ne pensi? Il calcio è uno sport interessante. Okay, so I'm asking for your opinion about sport. But we're talking about something different when it comes to Gianni. Gianni adora il calcio. Something pensa giorno e notte. He thinks about it day and night. And this is pensare a. Sì. So Gianni Pensa al calcio giorno e notte. So now, Ayla, if you're replacing Gianni pensa al calcio giorno e notte, what word would you replace al calcio with? Ci. Ci. Brava. Ci pensa giorno e notte. Wow. È stata una lezione un po' difficile. Sì, una faticaccia. (laughs) Faticaccia. A good word. Can you explain that one? Oh, it's like something really demanding and tiring and a lot of work. Yeah, sounds like it explains this lesson very well. <laughs> cosa, cosa ne dici, Ayla? Sì, sono d'accordo, Mark. Now, if you need a little more help with chi and ne, then everything is explained in detail in our lesson notes and there are tables in there that will explain exactly when you use chi and when you use ne. Also, you can use our video versions, which give you access to all of the words and phrases that we've talked about in this program on the screen of your device, your computer, whatever you're using to view or listen to Coffee Break Italian on. And of course, there's also the bonus episode in which you can try your hand at some translations using chi and ne and indeed other things. And all of that can be found at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook. That's at facebook.com slash coffeebreakitalian. And we're also on Twitter at Learn Italian. 
that is it for this episode of Coffee Break Italian. Until the next time, alla prossima. A presto, ciao. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.